welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Okay, so we are going to we are going to talk about overdoing it, <laughs> overextending, overbuying, just over every overwhelming. Yes. <laughs> just being over everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. And in in that light, we are going to drink a couple of beers that many would argue are way past their <laughs> expiration date. Um so this could be a very funny episode <laughs> or a terrible one or yeah. well we could regret it very True. much yes us um, yes the ones drinking it could regret it <laughs> um but you know i mean if we don't do silly things once in a while what's the point right yeah, agreed um so here we are drinking our first beer which is from 2016 <laughs> so we're at four years after it was released mm-hmm. it's from odd side ales and it's called mocha Munt. And it's a coffee and mint stout. And I can't imagine what a mint beer is going <laughs> to taste no like idea. four years later. <laughs> I assume it's not going to taste like mint at all. That's my prediction officially. All right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued and scared <laughs> all at the same time. I like how the picture on the on the bottle is of a coffee cup with coffee in it and there's a mint leaf and the mint leaf has like a face. It's got two eyes and a mustache. And, a mustache. <laughs> and what I assume is the mint leaf essentially looks like it's being cut in half by the by the coffee liquid, <laughs> but it's also kind of like its mouth. It's like taking a bath in the coffee. Yeah. I... <laughs> it's got like tiny little arms sort of like sticking out i don't know i love it it's it's definitely interesting (laughs) this is not a beer that i've ever had before Mm -mm. not fresh neither of these are years old anything that i have ever had so i mean outside does distribute to illinois so they're uh they're michigan they're out of grand haven michigan so not Mm -hmm. incredibly far um they've been around for about a decade uh they started in 2010 um just as a microbrewery and they actually started producing beer from they had uh, their pub which was inside an old piano factory so like yeah right how cool is that they've expanded like pretty great they've expanded like two or three times since then and they've actually got a huge i think they went from like five thousand square feet to like now they're at like 44,000 square feet or something crazy um so they've they've totally grown (laughs) significantly over the years but i've only had a couple of things from them and the things i've had from them have been their fruitsicle series um so their fruitier beers i haven't had any stouts from them um and yeah they but they've been distributing to illinois for about four years i think i think since 20 i think since this came out they've been distributing to illinois (laughs) really that's interesting yeah 
So um, I had a beer from them. It's actually kind of a funny story. They used to come. I don't know if they still make the beer. It's called Broken Promises. Um, I think it was a double IPA. I'm trying to look it up really fast and I can't find it. And I don't want to waste everybody's time. So I won't look it up. Um, But I had Broken Promises. I tried it at a bar and I really liked it. And they had it at Binnie's, so my husband would occasionally come home with a four pack of it, um, or six pack. This is, they made six packs. I, have no idea. <laughs> I get so distracted by all the four packs that we have now that <laughs> true, I forget true. that breweries make six packs of beer. They do. Um, Oddside does. So uh, he brought home six packs on occasion, and I remember one time going out to a bar, and they and they had it on the beer list, and I was like, "Oh, I'll have a Broken Promises," and she was just like, "Oh, we're out of that." And I was just like, well, isn't that, that broken? <laughs> ironic? <laughs> I like and that it. was the last time I ever saw it anywhere. Oh. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't exist then, but um, yeah, I don't know. they stopped selling it at Benny's. I don't think that they make it anymore. I don't know. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I really liked it. I really liked it for a long time. I like that their, their beers have really awesome, you know, they have like a angry, I think they just have like a, or is that Greenbush? Greenbush have angry? I think Greenbush does. I'm not sure, but um, I just mix them up. I think you did totally mix them up, but uh, (laughs) one of their signatures, which I've seen, but haven't had is their bean flicker coffee blonde ale. So that's a a fun name. Um, They've had a few different, yeah, there's some, I don't remember, there's definitely, there's a couple of the Mocha Stout series. Um, they've actually ventured into hard cider, hard seltzers too, I believe. So wow, I'm not gonna, my favorite. Yeah, I'm not going to. Uh... Um, so at the risk of being corrected in the future, because I, I felt really weird about that whole story I just told, Greenbush made broken promises. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it might be Greenbush. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, so that yeah. was a terrible story see what i remember at the beginning of the episode when i said this could go horribly see, who knew this was there. how yeah. it was gonna go poorly who knew? that i was who gonna hor- horribly misremember <laughs> an entire beer that i drank regularly <laughs> but to be fair it was years ago but still yeah i'm so sorry odd side <laughs> so sorry i like, like their oh. um i like their they've got the, the nuts uh like the the hazels nuts and the, yeah um different those series they also had what else was one of the series a hipster series of oh, i don't yeah. remember what the kind of beer that was i just remember the names so i guess the marketing was decent since i remember the name but i have no idea what kind of beer um so i haven't had much from them and i definitely have never had mocha munt i don't know if i've <laughs> had didn't did hot butcher do a mint was that mint not really they did it was a um it was a milkshake day okay i'm patrick's day i'm trying to think i don't think i think Uh, that's swans of lure Lure. that's the only other mint beer i think i've had i haven't had many mint beers i have had one from i think southern grist oh yeah has a mint a stout that i had at the bavarian lodge one time i love the bavarian uh, lodges tablets. i can't believe i can i remember that um i think that microphone has a mint beer oh. uh i want to say maybe about a year or so ago they came out with a mint 
um, that I was really interested in trying because I'm a little fascinated by mint beers because it can go horribly wrong (laughs) in my opinion or it can yeah it's a comforting enjoyable flavor to me and it really kind of goes one way or the other and I like to walk that that line line, i guess is this gonna be good or is this gonna be horrible which is really all that this episode is about at this point where we're just on that line of is this gonna be fun where are we gonna end up right is it gonna be good is it gonna be bad so all right well let's give it a shot and then we can talk about overextending ourselves broken promises perhaps and uh you know continue on so that sounds good let's do it let's open Mocha Munt. I opened it correctly, so one thing went right. I get no mint. Granted, this you is, tasted it already. It's four years old, so I smell just a hint, just a tiny sliver of mint on the smell. It, but mostly, it's just you know, it's chocolate. Just, I mean. coffee you get the coffee bitterness to it still i mean you still get the coffee flavor more than anything else to me holy cow mine is like almonds really minty yeah mine is so not minty (laughs) oh my god i feel like i just drank listerine i mean no okay yeah Yeah, no no, this is like burning the back of my throat minty wow okay that's so weird so we didn't say this, but we got these beers um, from a friend of mine um, that I've done a tiny bit of like sort of beer trading with. And um, at one point he proposed this as an episode um, suggestion that we drink beers that have gone beyond their shelf life. (laughs) And uh, so he gave us each two bottles of each of several beers. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so we split them all up and uh and these were the two we, you know, we picked two to drink today. And um, so I was very interested to see if we were going to get different things from yeah. that. And this is like. It's totally not. I'm not oh getting man. mint on this, like, at all. I can smell a little bit of it. And, like, oh, I I keep drinking it, trying to I think it was just like the first. I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just it's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So minty. I don't. And I like mints. Like, I I'm. I'm kind of maybe maybe almost an effervescent mint a little bit yeah but not significant for me okay so like a little bit and I guess maybe as it airs out a little uh, if it's maybe it'll warm up a little and it'll maybe a little bit more but I can kind of like you know when you breathe in like after you've um (laughs) taken a drink I feel like I get a little hint of mint but literally okay. you've got to search for it <laughs> huh so, like you almost wouldn't know it was in there if somebody didn't you tell might you be it was like, in there oh there's like a flavor that i can't really put put your finger, finger on but i don't think that i would immediately go to mint um and again i i like mint my mom has a mint plant in her kitchen like we put mint and nice you know things and drinks and like so i mean i definitely have mint in my life and i like it um but I'm not getting much of it in, in this one. So that's super interesting. That's I'm, I'm getting some very some coffee bitterness. Um, I think it's been in a bottle too long to get any of the bourbon barrel burn to it. Like it, That's what I was going to yeah. say. I was going to say, I think one, one area we can certainly agree on is that I don't get really any barrel at all from this. Um, yeah, none. 
uh, I definitely, if someone were to hand this to me and they were to say, uh, you know, it's a stout and it's got coffee and, and mint in it, I would sort of be like, okay, I could dig on that. And then drinking it, I, I get a mild amount of those flavors. The mint, when you said it was an effervescent, mm-hmm. that's, that is the standout to me, but I do feel like the taste of it. Mm-hmm. It is mint for me. Like I can clearly identify yeah. mint. So I'm definitely drinking from a bottle that has a good saturation yeah, of mint yeah. flavor. I mean, it has been sitting still... around for four years. So, I mean, there's there's going to be some flavors that change yeah. it within time. Yeah. It just kind of tastes like a flatter version of probably what it would have been. You know what I mean? Like, it's a dumbed down. You get the bitterness. You get, you well, you don't get the barrel aged, but um, you get the mint, apparently. I get Oof. very minor mint. Um, but it's, yeah, no, this is old beer. <laughs> this is old beer, you guys. I mean, okay, so we did a lot of description for what is really, like you said, very flattened version mm-hmm. of what it was originally, I imagine. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. I think that the lesson, and we'll get more into the lesson as we talk about <laughs> overextending ourselves, but um, I think that the lesson... The, th- the lesson that Steve wanted us to um, <laughs> promote was that you shouldn't buy too much <laughs> of any beer yeah. because f- four years later, you'll still have at least two bottles of it on your shelf yeah. and you shouldn't, you should not. Yeah. Don't do that. No, that's um, a great takeaway. And yeah, yeah I, beers with adjuncts in them yeah. for the most part, like, if you don't get around to drinking them in about six months on a stout, I would say you're probably making a mistake. Um, I just, I don't know. I just I mean, feel some like things that age well, and then there's other things that don't age well. And there's some things that are meant to age. And then there's other things. Like, yeah. These are not meant to sit on a shelf in a temperature controlled room to be drank five years right. later. Like, yeah, th- it's just I mean, not this is not what we've had for. <laughs> in the last few episodes we've talked about uh bourbon county mm-hmm. and uh bourbon county is is in their opinion and in many people's opinion pretty safe to drink for about five years mm-hmm. um after you you know yeah. after, after it's, it's bottled. bottled yeah um and i i've had actually very recently i had a 2016 bourbon county okay. and um it was fantastic mm-hmm. It was great. Good. It tasted, but perfect. that's also. I mean, I don't remember what 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 it was. Yeah, besides just was it a regular or an ad? It was just a regular okay. Bourbon hey. County. I got it in a, yeah. uh, in addition to a couple of dollars um, <laughs> uh, in exchange for a vending machine that I had in my ah, basement. Nice, so, I like it. Good. Solid trade. It goes, solid trade. It actually yeah. would transition us very well into the overextending over ourselves <laughs> conversation because. One of the ways that I overextend myself is by uh, taking on projects that um, personal projects for myself. I mean, we hit on it a little bit with a like, oh, one of the silver linings of being locked in our houses for 10 months is that you kind of do some odds and ends that maybe you wouldn't otherwise do. So not like catch up on work, Mm -hmm. like a random project that you wouldn't have (laughs) otherwise done. For me, some of those things include building the keyser, which I mentioned before. Um, I never would have done that without um, the free time that I've had. But I also know that there were moments where I was working on building the keyser and I 
could have been doing more productive <laughs> things. For example, there were many times when I was at my job <laughs> and bullying employees <laughs> into helping me assemble this thing <laughs> because I needed a good flat surface, which we have a lot of machinery at the mm -hmm. shop that's level. Yeah. And so I would like put it on the table <laughs> of a machine and I'd be like, okay, it's level. Let's, let's screw it all together. <laughs> um, and so there were many times where I had to ask people to help me do things like that uh, mm. during a valuable period of <laughs> time that I was at work. Doing something else. Yeah. When I, when I and the Fair. other person yes. probably could have been doing something productive, you know, yeah. for our job. You know, that's minor, uh, minor things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I also spent a lot of time finding the pool that I put in my backyard and maintaining the pool that I put in oh, my backyard. Sure. Yeah. Um, that takes up I a lot knew, of effort. <laughs> yeah. I knew ahead of time that pool maintenance was involved. Mm -hmm. um, what I didn't realize is that you got to spend some time learning from your mistakes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so yeah. I had a few moments where I would like get up in the morning and I would go look outside and I would be like, oh, we're going to swim today. And I would uncover the pool and it would be like completely green mm -hmm. like oh and i would just be like ooh, probably not today then yeah, <laughs> yeah no and also you learn that uh which generally speaking i i take quality over over price but one we have we have a pool we've had a pool for years i've grown up with a pool but my father mm -hmm. decided to buy a a hose from the filter from the filter to our skimmer that was, you know, the cheaper one. And for an entire uh -huh. season, not this past year, but two years ago, I couldn't figure out why in the hell I could not get our pool clean. And then huh. I replaced it with a hose from my work, which we just sell, we sell industrial supplies. So I just literally bought some from stock and it was a quality hose. And all oh. of a sudden my vacuum works and my filter works. And oh my so goodness. Learn from mistakes. Definitely learn from mistakes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, it's like pool 101. Yeah. It's like you're going to screw it up a little bit somewhere you know, and then you're going to learn how to fix those things. And in the process, mm -hmm. you're going to get better yeah, at it, which is a benefit. Like that's <laughs> most things of being a homeowner, though, like the first time totally. you do something, it's probably not going to go it may it might go okay but it's not going to go as well as it could and in life you you definitely learn learn from those things i i would definitely need to take a lesson from steve and i think that i have more recently in terms of purchasing beer so my problem mm -hmm. is that i am the only person in my house that drinks beer and when you've got four packs or six packs or yeah. you know 750 ml bottles or whatever it's really hard to drink it all by yourself yeah. and yeah. also not gain like 50 pounds because like, well, you know, this, this stout is not low in calories either. So, no. so I, well, yeah. and this freaking year isn't doing you any favors because oh, yeah, you no. can't share it with yeah, anyone. I can't be like, <laughs> all right, come over. So like at the beginning, like eh, probably right before all of this stuff went down, I literally like, packed up a bunch of beer that I had in my fridge and that was laying around, you know, we've got a basement that's somewhat temperature controlled. So some things I had laying around and my husband, um, a couple of his coworkers are into beer, but aren't like, you know, they haven't branched out as much and they probably aren't aware of all of the different breweries there are and whatnot. And so I'm like, I literally gave them each like 
a case of beer, like one of each different kinds, because I bought a bunch of four packs and I'm like, I'm literally going to drink one or two. And I'm like, all right, here's an entire case for you. Here's a case for you, like IPA, stouts, all kinds of things. I'm like, learn Mm. about local breweries, try something new, go for it. So I'm trying to recruit into it. But since then... Good job. It, it, yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm to join join the crowd. The cause, people, right? This is for the cause. So it's a for the yeah cause. for the cause. Um, <laughs> but since then, I have been looking for bottle shops that sell by the can. For me, that's the way I have to do it because it doesn't yeah. make sense unless you and I are going to split a four pack of something, which is yeah. fine in a normal 2019 year that we can hang out right. and be like, oh great, you know, here's two, here's two, whatever. But so now I'm just buying like one because you know like otherwise it's gonna go to waste so and yeah my other problem is that I like trying different things and that goes for beer for food for activities for experiences like I just enjoy learning things trying new things like all kinds of things so I, if there's a beer release that sounds good, I'm going to pick it up. Like if there's something from a brewery I really like that they're putting out something new, I'm going to pick it up. Like I -hmm. enjoy, you know, trying different things and maybe one of those things I'll love, maybe I'll hate them, whatever. Um, But, you know, if it, you know, it kind of restricts me if I have to buy a four pack and spend the, you know, $16 or whatever it is, depending on the beer and then have three of them sitting around. So we're, we're all going to learn right. from Steve on the beer buying front. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm um, very close to overextending myself on beer. Um, and then I promise we can talk about overextending ourselves in our <laughs> normal lives. Beer. But um, <laughs> I'm very dangerously close to overextending myself on beer because I'm on the on the horizon of buying a sixtal mm. of a Bourbon County variant. Yeah, uh, I've tasted a couple um, so far this year and um, really kind of fell in love with one okay. um, that I won't say what it what it was because I would like us to finally do a Keezer episode. I mean, remember mm. when we were going to do one and I had fun size? Yeah, which is now gone, literally gone, gone. because I drank yeah. all of it. You drank all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to have to do it. Is Yeah. With yeah. BCS. Yeah. Um, is it the one that I have um, that I should try? The one I sent you a picture mm-hmm. of. Yep, I've got um, I've got two bottles of that waiting for me to, to give oh, a shot. So well, I know you said you're the only beer drinker in the house, but I can tell you with almost certainty that your husband will mm. appreciate it. I don't know if he'll love it, but he won't hate it. But <laughs> I smelled it and I was just like, this is like smelling scotch. Ooh, then he definitely will be in for it's that. not the same exactly. So I don't want him to smell it and just be like, um <laughs> no. Yeah. But it has a very like that warming, um, just like it's a it's a pretty alcohol forward smell. Oh, okay. Um, but it's it's got a little sweetness and it's mm. maybe le- maybe more bourbon than scotch. I okay. you know I just don't smell a lot of bourbon. Uh, fair, fair, yeah. <laughs> but it does have a little bit more of a sweetness, okay. so maybe it's closer to a bourbon, which would make sense. But um, I just my brain just went to the times that I've drank scotch. Um, And so that's why I made that connection. Um, But I think he'll like it. Um, And maybe I've given away what, (laughs) what the variant is. If you're very discerning, maybe you figured it out. Um, 
but maybe not. All right. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm about to shell out an unreasonable sum of money because essentially my husband and I have agreed that it doesn't matter how much it is. We're going to buy All it. All right. I like it. All right. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll work on the Keezer episode later, but stay tuned. So overextending ourselves, not in terms of beer. <laughs> yeah. So outside of the beer world, which we could probably, I guess, spend an entire episode doing, um, uh, I, as a kid growing up, I never really felt like I overdid it. I never really felt like I had too much going on, like where I felt overwhelmed or like, just like, you know, entrenched in activities um, until I guess sort of high school. Like, I think there were periods in high school where I felt like I was involved in too much. Gotcha. And, you know, I talked previously about how I was like on the basketball team Mm -hmm. and we had practice six days a week and we had games and it was exhausting and it was every waking moment of my life that I wasn't in class um and I think that those were moments where I overextended myself yeah um and as I said in that episode there were also moments where I guess I sort of wish somebody would have said to me Mm -hmm. you don't have to keep doing this if you're not happy yeah and um and I think that that's kind of the thing that, um, you know, that I try to ask myself with all these little crazy projects that I put on myself, um, in my normal adult life now. Um, like I said before, my biggest issue is that I take on personal projects. I create them for myself. Uh, Obviously I'm overextended in the normal way that everybody is overextended right 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 right. now, where I'm trying to balance going to a job that I have to be at in person Mm -hmm. and being home with my children to care for them while they're e-learning right Um, right. which is overextending all of us like which is overextending everyone yeah parenting life like yeah but on top of all of that (laughs) on top of all of that I've decided that I want to uh have an exercise bike so I bought an exercise bike and I built it in my basement and it's another reason why I got rid of the vending machine because Uh, I I have this unofficial (laughs) rule if I bring something into the house, I have to, I have to release something. Mm. I have to set something free. Gotcha. It's like, I have a, a certain quantity of things that can be inside my house. <laughs> and if I bring in an extra, I have something. to, I have to get rid of it's something like my, so that me, the number balances It's like my up. kids and their toys. When they get new things, they have to get rid of something. They have so, to purge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it works. I great. have to do that. I have to do that. So like now the bike is not in the same place that the vending machine was in my basement, mm. but the vending machine is gone (laughs) (laughs) to, to speak even more specifically on overextending myself in this particular way. When I found somebody to take the vending machine, Mm -hmm. this guy was going to come to my house and he was going to pick it up. And so my husband and I had to carry it upstairs and um, it was a two part machine. The top half is like snacks, chip bags and stuff that you can put into and then the bottom half is a refrigerator that you can put like soda mm-hmm. or beer sure. um, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. My original intention was to put beer in it. Yeah. Um, but as my husband pointed out, and as we have discovered by drinking this odd side ale, if something's in there for long enough, mm-hmm. it'll start to go bad. Yeah, and we were afraid that that would happen because you would essentially be putting beer in there that you would put like 12 yeah. of the same beer. And unless you were spinning right the vending machine every single day or every couple of days it would just go bad eventually you would forget about it so we just never really filled it we never really used it so i have to carry this thing up my basement (laughs) stairs now i carried it down yeah and you're uh, i'm I'm staring at my stairs at the moment but mine just go straight up 
Yours do yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, in terms of damaging the walls <laughs> in my basement, a straight up would be would be preferable right, because right. I would avoid that. Yes. <laughs> in terms of, uh, like, the amount of effort involved in climbing, you know, mm-hmm. up a, a full oh. flight rather than doing like half and half um, with a landing in the middle, yeah. which is what I have. Um, I I think that um, I would argue that the, the, the landing, landing. <laughs> version was maybe a little easier on my, fair, fair. my old back. Um, <laughs> yeah. I struggled with this thing. I mean, I remember carrying it down and yeah, okay, it was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um maybe but uh we got about halfway up (laughs) just past the landing Mm -hmm. and i was just like i i almost fainted on the stairs my husband Ah. was on the on the top Uh end, and i was on the bottom end um and he was literally just like holding the edge like toward me like leaning back so that he could take as much of the weight off of me as possible I had to sit down oh on gosh. the stairs and like breathe heavily while my nine-year-old brought me a glass of oh water so that I could try to come out of it so that I could carry this thing the next three steps. Physically it was, overextended yourself. <laughs> it was it was the moment that I realized that I would never help somebody move ever again. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally out on that. I'm like, too old and yeah. not to be offensive or anything, but I make too much money to help people with that. Like I'm yeah, not waiting a hundred bucks, yeah, right? Here. Instead of me carrying shit up and down the stairs, I'll just help. I'll I'll help yeah. with the movers. But you know, seriously, yeah. I will tell you right now, the I sold the vending machine mm-hmm. to this guy for $50. I would have paid him $50 to help my husband carry it up <laughs> right? the stairs. Yeah. Like I would have given it to him for free. Right. And just been and like, given just, him $50. Just get it out. I don't, yeah, I, I'm not doing Don't this. make me. <laughs> and then when he came to pick it up, my husband was at work. So I oh. had to help him lift it into right, his right, car. Right. Oh my God. This was in the same day that I carried it up the basement <laughs> stairs. That was how it all went down. Um, it happened very quickly. Yes, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> My husband and I had taken it all the way out to the garage, which was great mm-hmm. because I only really had to pick it up yeah, and put it in his trunk. Short, it was like yeah. super short distance, <laughs> but we're getting ready to lift the thing. And this guy who comes to help me, you know, perfectly capable, probably a little bit younger than mm-hmm. me, um, you know, like obviously physically able yeah. to help me. I have no worries right. there. Um, and I told him it was heavy. I was like, dude, yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> you're going to need help. I will out help of your you, trunk. Yeah. But you're going to need help. There's no way. Yeah. I don't, I don't, because of the size well, even of the it's thing, bulky. I don't think there's any no. way a person. Yeah, because of would, the size. Like, even yeah. a very strong person yeah. would be reasonably able to carry it by themselves. So I was like, I will totally help you. But this thing is heavy. <laughs> so we're going to pick it up and we're going to run it over to your car because I only have about 10 seconds before I'm going to drop <laughs> <All> it. <right. laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. That was yeah. me physically overextending myself fair, and not fair. learning from the experience at all. Yeah. Well, I, the no moving people. Yeah, no, thing, that's, I that's a lesson. That. Yeah. I don't, I can't, yeah. I think I've, I, uh, the last, I haven't overextended myself physically in quite a while, but I haven't really done much. I mean, I, we've moved like couches up and down our stairs, but, um, one time, what was it now was it 2016 maybe four years ago um my um really good friend 
who may or may not be listening, hi Meg, um, <laughs> calls me up on like a Sunday or something and goes, so do you want to do something stupid with me next weekend? And I was like, yeah, sure. What kind oh, of man. stupid? And she goes, I know this story. Yeah, uh, we're going to sign up for a half marathon. Mind you, I've never been a runner ever in my lifetime. Like I tried to get out of like the mile run in grade school, every possible opportunity I got, like not my jam. So I'm like, Right. All right. Well, I already agreed to it. And it's like on her bucket list of things she wants to do in her lifetime. And I'm like, okay, like we Mm -hmm. will do this. The only goal is to not die and to not get picked up, like to finish, not get picked up by like the van at the end. That's just collecting everyone that hasn't finished. (laughs) Like literally our only goal. Um, Oh man. So we did. And I mean, we did it with like, I don't know. We probably did it in like three hours or something. And again, neither of us are runners. So whatever. Yeah. So no, half sure. marathon, we finished it. We were fine. But after that, I was like, never, never again. I'm not running unless I'm being chased by something. Right. Like ever, ever again. So that's so funny. I did it. And I learned that I still am not a runner and I still do not like that. So yeah, that's, that's the last time that I feel like I, did something that truly lingered for a bit physically but uh I overextend myself all the time with all kinds of other things I mean yeah I again I think that being locked in my house for a while has stopped me from being able to my husband always says you plan too many things and I'm and I do, but also we are the complete opposites. He is a homebody and would be perfectly fine not doing anything. And I am like, I want to go out and do things and see things and see people. And, you know, oh, right. there's this cool thing at this museum and there's this thing here. And, you know, I'm going to drive two hours up to Wisconsin to go see this, like, you know, wildlife preserve or whatever. Right. And right. I'm totally good with that. Like, I'll do a three hour day trip in one day and come back because there's something cool I want to go see. Um, so... I do definitely over plan things. And I feel like I am trying not to do that um, because not everyone enjoys being at that go, go, go pace. And I have kids that uh, eh, my oldest can't really handle it. It's not that he can't handle going out and being places. He's he's autistic and not really verbal. He's very adaptable. He's flexible. He can go places and do things, but not more than like one new place in a day, um, which right. is reasonable. Like I'm lucky that, frankly, he can go to restaurants without freaking out and he yeah. can go to Disney World and he can go to all kinds of places, the zoo, whatever, water parks and be fine. But um, I have to, I have had to learn that we need to limit ourselves to like one thing each day or even one thing like in a weekend um and that's that's definitely one of my weaknesses is I overextend plans and my time yeah um or not realize how much time something is going to take (laughs) I do that sometimes I like I will kind of set into motion and this happens to me at work a lot but it happens to me in my personal life too where I'll like kind of I'll kind of like calculate what I believe is is gonna be involved in like whatever I want to do and and I'll realize about halfway through that it was it took much longer than I expected Mm -hmm. yeah and when stuff like that happens you're kind of in a position where you just have to kind of keep pushing through 
unless yeah. you yeah. have a stopping point right and we're like this and, uh, this wasn't you know, as planned but i have no choice now i'm in it <laughs> yeah we're halfway there we got to keep going yep exactly <laughs> i've done that with the drive to more brewing in huntley <laughs> <laughs> i get about halfway there and i'm just like man this place is far right yeah no <laughs> that's fair I've... and you don't realize how far it is for some Wisconsin. reason yeah like literally yeah. it's like one of the yeah <laughs> it's far and I, I don't regret it. I'll never regret driving to more brewing. Um, oh, yeah, definitely not. But I get about halfway there and I'm sort of like, why did I come here <laughs> instead of going to Villa Park, which is like 25 minutes away? Mm-hmm. What did I do that for? Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely places that I've, uh, I've been like, yeah, sure, I can do that. And then I, it's like two hours and I'm like, all right, maybe this was a bad decision. I have just no like, choice eh. now, though. I'm already, I'm, right. in, I'm invested, so I'm just going to keep doing it. But next time, say no. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that's, exactly. That's the learning point yeah. on this one. All right, we have one more of the, the handful of beers that your friend gave us that we're going to drink tonight. And we'll probably drink a couple others and try and have a chat with him at some point. But we are going to drink... Yeah uh something from dark horse brewing which is also a michigan uh brewery also a bourbon barrel aged beer but this one is even older this is from 2014 so we're talking six years here not yeah this is the grant this is a grandpa beer this is old man yeah so dark horse (laughs) has been around for a bit they started in 19 97 i think they began as a a restaurant um and they added a general store a few years later actually um they added a general store in 2010 and then they had a fire in november of 2010 and there was an arson investigation that um they weren't it said that was like abnormal fire behavior um so i don't think anything Mm. ever came of that but abnormal fire behavior sounds like somebody started a fire and the tap room was broken into on the same night that the fire started so you know Mm. interesting but so this beer the this was in 2014 the other like claim to fame that dark horse has is that there was a reality show um, that followed around their like crew um, on the History Channel called Dark Horse Nation, and there were six episodes, I think, uh, six, maybe more than that, that aired back in 2014, I believe. So never seen it, but huh. yeah, me neither. So, yeah. Um, with this, we'll drink this in a second. The uh, the overextending is a good topic for them because they've been around since 97, but in 2019, they had about $12,000 in unpaid property taxes and over a million dollars in past due mortgage payments. So Ooh. they actually had to merge Ouch. with another Michigan brewery uh, in order to get out from all of the debt that they had gotten themselves into. So uh, they are a perfect not example good. of overextending themselves. <laughs> I would say so. So, but they're still around. They're just uh, part of the Roke Brewing Company uh, out of Royal Oak, uh, Michigan. So, okay, okay, let's try this six-year-old. Bourbon barrel aged plead the fifth imperial stout. 
So as far as we know, there's no adjuncts in this at all. As far as I know. So it's just an imperial stout, stout. bourbon barrel aged. Yeah. 11% okay. ABV. So when I smelled it, I was like, oh, this is promising. It still has a bit of that like bourbon almost smell yeah it's got the the classic like oaky bourbon barrel age smell you get from a lot of beers and then i drank it and it tasted like nothing (laughs) i mean it didn't taste like nothing it tastes like a stout but it doesn't taste like a barrel aged we're not getting that barrel aged bourbon taste to it that's faded completely it tastes like a stout like i'll give it it's pretty thin though. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty blah. I mean, you know, come on, it's six years old. What what, yeah, what right? am I supposed to say? <laughs> I'm still kind of feeling chest pains from the mint beer, so I'm having a little trouble getting past that. But um it's just like it's in my core right now. I can just like it's it's everywhere. But uh <laughs> just like, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to have an exorcism of the mint from the last beer. I just like I'm going to send Steve a message after this and be like, I just want you to know that my body is hurting right? Because from this, from this beer yeah. that you gave to me. Um, but yeah, this is just, if this was brand new, I would be really disappointed. Yeah, in, totally uh, fair. But honestly, because it's six years old and it's not that bad, it's actually yeah. like, it, it, I obviously this isn't a good beer compared to something else that's new and it is very thin but it's also six years old so it's drinkable it's not good but it's drinkable so yeah yeah no i think all those things that you just said and and now i've had a bit of a second taste and i even got just a tiny bit of the bourbon burn that you normally get you know sometimes Um, these need a little air too and to warm up a little bit to get some of those flavors maybe even more since it's been sitting in a bottle for six years you know right um but yeah you know yeah it's just it's old it tastes like old beer yep which is exactly what what old beer tastes like yeah um so you know it is what it is uh I don't recommend that you cellar beer for this long, six years, Steve. Shame on you. I mean, <laughs> how can you keep a beer this long, ma'am? But yeah. I mean, he just gave this to me like three weeks ago. It's not like I've had it for like oh, three years yeah. and I left it. No, <laughs> this is way too long yeah. to keep beer. Uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Um, I would say I have a, a small aging fridge in my house. Um, I would guess, though, mm. I would guess that there's, there's at least in a there. four <laughs> or five year old beer in there. Okay. Um, I know I have at least a three year old, maybe four year old bottle of brown sugar from Lagunitas. Oh, really? Because I, I read this story one time <laughs> about how um, they taste very interesting several years later. And I've been attempting to do a side-by-side oh. uh, with a fresh one. Oh. And I had, I, so originally I put two bottles in mm-hmm. and I tried one like two years huh. later. Now I think I'm at the three-year mark. Gotcha. Um, it might be longer though. I got to tell you, I haven't <laughs> opened the aging fridge in quite a bit. <laughs> it's been a while. 
it's okay. been a long while um that's where we keep like the really fancy stuff that we don't share with other people mm-hmm, i get it yeah uh <laughs> my my birthday beer mm-hmm. that we're gonna Ooh. that we drank um yeah on the day of my last of our last mm-hmm. episode um uh that we haven't drank yet because this episode is being recorded two weeks early mm-hmm. but uh it is not in the special aging fridge because it was gifted to us uh, just a few days before. Oh, and um, nice. my husband was pretty dead set on us saving it for a bottle share oh. at some point and bringing it to a bottle share. Yeah, but who knows when and that I was sort of happen. like, <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't think that's a good yeah. idea. I think we should just drink it. Good plan. Good plan. <laughs> Let's just drink it on my birthday. And he was like, oh, hmm. I guess that's fine. I guess, I suppose. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm going to open it before you get home. Yeah. So. so we're drinking it. Just well, get get ready. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I would love a bottle share. However, I don't know when that's even reasonable. Yeah. So bottle shares are tricky. I mean, you know, I, I remember over the summer thinking, is there a way to coordinate a bottle share with, with a relatively small group of people? Let's say, let's say on the extreme, let's say 10 sure. people. Um, the tricky thing is that, you know, you're going to open a bunch of beer and everybody is going to go sample it. Yeah, and like, you're gonna you, hover you have to be outside. And, yeah. and the whole point is to enjoy it with pe- with other people is to tell them how you feel about it. Yeah. And I just don't know how much of that you're able to do safely right now. Yeah. 10 feet away from each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> at the same time. No, I, I totally get it. And, and for anyone who doesn't realize we've been recording the last three episodes, via zoom because we're not together either yeah we've we back in march through like may june we yeah we went to zoom and then we got back together for a few and now we're apart again (laughs) briefly though briefly we're gonna kind of ride out this holiday season a little bit here uh you know i know we both have some family commitments that we want to stick with and and then once that season has ended and, and we're back in the normal the dreary life, sad yeah. days of january um yeah. we're gonna add each other back into our lives like so that it. we can be we can feel normal yeah no i agree yeah i mean both of our parents <laughs> are getting up there in age so i mean it's not like you yeah know, we, we, we want to try and keep them around for as long as possible so we uh... yeah well and you know i mean my feelings are because i'm gonna see my folks it's in some capacity for christmas yeah, that i don't want to have them hesitate because they know that I've socialized with other yep. people even at all no, you I know totally and so yeah. I've taken it upon myself uh you know to just kind of step step away and try to make work my only yeah to restrict your social excursion. interactions for a few weeks so that you're a little bit more comfortable which totally yeah get. but in in that same vein bottle share doesn't seem like something that right now is probably the most unfortunately but not. I'm hopeful yeah. that if sometime in the relatively near future that it will be a thing again so um but yeah no these beers were old beers we drank old beer tonight and uh we should not uh oh, don't over purchase don't, do don't overextend don't do that. yeah don't uh don't yeah no don't drink these don't make the same mistakes that steve has made <laughs> there you go <laughs> He's some, he's, uh, you know, it's going to be really obvious if he listened to this episode, because we'd like to have him join us. And, um, and I kind of wonder if at that point, he'll confront me uh, for all the things I said in this episode. Um, 
We'll have to record with him before this episode comes All right, out. Good call. We should definitely. So hopefully do that. we did. All right. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see find what out. next week brings. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, this was interesting. It didn't. It wasn't at the beginning. We said this is either go good or horribly. I think it's somewhere in between. The beer wasn't I good. I think we learned the conversation something. Was good. So yeah. You know, again, silver linings. But yeah, no, don't drink old beer. All right. Don't drink old beer. Thanks for joining us, you guys. All right. Bye. <laughs> for that important lesson. Yeah. thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint be sure to find us on facebook twitter and instagram and make sure that you rate review and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts have a great week and cheers to you all